Kia ora, Anan. And small business owners want local councils to be more engaged. Kia ora to you, Mani. Yes, small business owners are expected to show a strong turnout at this year's local body elections, but there are concerns about fading support from councils. A survey from accounting software firm MYOB shows 93% of small to medium business owners and decision makers plan to vote this year. It's significantly higher than the general turnout at the last election, which was just above 42%. But Joe Tozer from MYOB says one in three small to medium enterprises feel local council support for small business is worse than it was three years ago. The key sentiments among those SMEs feeling disconnected came down to engagement. So, for example, some said that local council had never engaged with them. Others said when they contacted local council about something, nothing seems to get done. And there was also a feeling that they weren't being updated on work that matters to their business. So addressing some of those issues could actually help improve some of that sentiment around connectedness. Joe Tozer from MYOB. The survey also found 57% of small businesses disagree with the proposed Three Waters reforms. Rebalancing unpaid work between men and women is seen as a crucial step in addressing gender inequality and a tight labour market. Diversity think tank Champions for Change, which is a collective of New Zealand's chief executives and board chairs, believe this may solve the country's worker shortage. Co-chair Justine Smythe says the group's mission is to free up more women to participate in high-earning roles. There's no real, you know, one silver bullet. There's just some interventions that would need to happen to kind of address the unpaid childcare that women do and address the issues of women being underrepresented in those high-growth, high-paid sectors where you know, historically, they've attracted men to those roles and not, not women. Champions for Change says recent international research estimates a significant boost to the country to the economy if 50% female participation in the workforce could be achieved. Justine Smythe says work is ongoing to promote gender pay gap reporting in the biggest banks and companies, with Spark, Sky, Fisher and Paykel among those on board. A workplace experience software company has been given a funding boost to support its launch and global expansion plans. The company called Excellent has raised $2 million from a group of prominent investors led by Blackbird, as well as Icehouse Ventures, Sir Stephen Tyndall's K1W1 and a number of others. Excellent co-founder and chief executive Samantha Gadd says the product empowers employees to design their workplace experience and helps employers operating in a tight labour market. It makes it more relevant because organisations are really struggling to attract fantastic talent. The labour market is still very tight. So organisations that want to win or beat their competitors need to have the best people on their team and the best people are attracted to the best employee experiences. So it makes it even more relevant for excellent. Samantha Gadd says the company will be opening, opening an office in the United States later this week as part of the expansion plans. Dairy giant Fonterra has launched a nutritions brand to target the multi-billion dollar well-being and medical markets. The brand, dubbed Nutiani, will provide products, concepts and services to well-being and medical nutrition companies. 
Fonterra's Chief Innovation and Brand Officer, Komal Mystery Matter, says firms in this market don't often have capability to develop new products to respond to growing consumer demand. The company says it will take advantage of its existing expertise in nutritional science to tap into the medical and well-being food markets which are worth 50 billion US dollars and 66 billion US dollars respectively. Well, overseas now, the new British Prime Minister's plan to turn around the economy has been dubbed as too bold by one expert. Liz Truss could not be taking over as leader of the ruling Conservative Party at a more challenging time for the British economy. The country is buckling under the pressure of decades-high inflation, which is hovering at 10%, surging energy prices and rising interest rates. Ms Truss campaigned for the leadership on the basis that she would cut taxes and put caps on energy prices. But Investex UK Chief Economist Philip Shaw says the plan may create headaches for the country's central bank. If the tax stimulus package is, is, is too great, the Bank of England will simply say, well, that's adding to inflation. It's not really going to add to growth. Yeah. And therefore, what you will see is interest rates rising, you know, perhaps not as far as 2.5% as we're currently forecasting at the moment, but perhaps the 4% uh, or above. And that itself will, will cause pain to both households and businesses. So in a way, um, cutting taxes by too much is going to be counterproductive. Philip Shaw says the proposed caps on power prices has merit as it will help protect families facing an 80% increase in their monthly bills. Well, time now for an update from the markets and we're joined by Sam Howard from Jardin Securities. Good afternoon, Sam. Hi, Anand. How things? Very well, thank you. Let's start off there with the New Zealand market. How's it looking? Just a little bit softer at the moment. Uh, currently at 11,580. That's down 20 points. Across the leaders there, uh, Meridian down 7 at 4.94, Contact Energy down 5 at 8.04, Infratools down 5 at 4.40, sorry, at 9.46. Uh, Somerset up 2 at the moment at $11, and Fisher and Paykel Healthcare doing the best up 30 at the moment at 19.20. Okay, how's the Australian 200 looking? It's opening a bit weaker there, um, currently down 70 points at 6,757, led weaker by the miners generally, um, BHP at the moment down 1.5% at, at 36.70, uh, Rio Tinto down uh, about 77 points at 90, um, but Telstra uh, about even at, at 3.89, and Resmed again doing the better they're up, up 91 points at 33.06. OK, we'll now go to the New Zealand dollar. The Kiwi, yeah, generally weaker across the board, currently buying 0.6019 US dollars, 0.8964 Aussie dollars, 0.5239 sterling, 0.6087 euro, and 86.19 yen. And finally, we have interest rates, oil and gold. The 90-day bank bill is at 3.56. Currently, Brent is at uh, 92.50 uh, US dollars a barrel, and gold uh, hovering around 1,700 US an ounce. Thank you very much, Sam Howard, there from Jardin Securities, with our markets update.
And just another business news, the Commerce Commission has issued draft guidance on new rules to reduce the fees banks charge businesses when customers use credit or debit cards. New Zealand merchant fees are set much higher than they are in Australia, and the government says the changes it's introduced would save businesses $74 million a year.